Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Yudalad, Pasuk Yud, Koamar Hashem La'am Hazeh. And so we saw yesterday a devastating, devastating famine that occurred in Eretz Yisrael. We were not sure when, by process of elimination, we decided that it is Tzipiyahu, the last king of Judea. And it is so devastating that we learned that, you know, children went out to retrieve water for their parents and never came back. They died of, of absolute famine. Animals died on the hilltops because there was no grass, there was no vegetation. Point two, I would reiterate, is Rav Breuer, in his brilliant parish on Yemriyahu, said that Yudalit, this parak, is a transitional parak, in that Yemriyahu realizes now nothing is going to avail B'nai Yisrael. They are irredeemably marked for destruction. But surprisingly, with that comes not a bitterness that he failed to do it or that he didn't want to do it but was forced to do it, comes a sort of tacit acceptance. And finally, we saw at the end of yesterday's shear, Yumiyahu, when all else is lost in pleading with Hashem, adopts the tactic that many of our great leaders adopt starting with Moshe, even maybe before Avram uses it. And that is, yes, Kaddish Baruch Hu, they're lost, they've sinned, they're irredeemable. But think about, and I hate to use a secularism, the public relations aspect, if you were to destroy them. As Moshe said, after the Egel, when the Kaddish Baruch Hu refuses to listen, yes, they're sinners. But just think what the nations of the world will say, that you took them out of Egypt to let them die in the desert. It doesn't make sense for your name. It is not a Kiddush Hashem. And so we see that in uh, Hallel, for example. Lo lanu, not for us. Ki for you, for your name, Kaddish Baruch And Yishayahu uses that in a form here at the end of the beginning of the parak, saying that, yes, they're irredeemable sinners. But think, you, people are going to say, why did the Kaddish Baruch do that? Is he absent? Could he only perform in the Midbar, but he can't? protect them in Yerushalayim. And so he uses with some effect that particular strategy. So now in Yod, the Kaddish Baruch is going to respond to him. And in Yod, he responds in a very ironic way. <clears throat> you tell me that they can't go out to get food, they can't travel, they can't move. They are famous for moving about, traveling about. Lo choshu. They didn't withhold their feet from travel. Vashem lo ratzatam. Yizkor avonam will remember their sins. V'yifkot chatzasam. And punish them for their averos. What is he saying here? He's saying, Yermiyot, through the Kaddish Baruch Hu, their reluctance to travel 
didn't stop them from running to Egypt to seek alliances, from going to Ashur to seek a protective defense pact. Didn't stop them from traveling, as Rashi says, to seek Golan la'avoda avoda zorim rechokos. They would travel for any avoda zara. So don't tell me that, oh, they don't like, they can't move, I've been cruel because they can't retrieve food. No, they had no trouble moving when they want to, and they are going to be punished for it. Now, Kaddish Baruch Hu says a very strict thing. Do not pray on behalf of the people. A very strict uh, remonstration. We saw that Moshe, um, Kaddish Baruch Hu tells him, don't say anything else. No, I will not listen. But it's looked upon as sort of an invitation to make a last stand defense. Here, there's no such thing. Don't pray for them to me. A very condemning judgment. When they are thirsting, they are out of water. I'm not listening to their tefillahs. And when they come with their fake korbanos, the ola and the mincha, I don't want them. With sword, with famine, with pestilence, I will destroy them. And now Yirmiyahu uses again a strategy. A, a sort of exculpatory reason that Kaddish you've got to take this into consideration. It's not all their fault. So we're going to see it's a very flimsy one, but he tries it nonetheless. But Emor, I said, listen, Kaddish Baruch These people are besieged. They're guileless. They're besieged by false prophets who lie to them, who tell them what they want to hear. Don't be afraid of swords, a rub, a famine. Nothing is going to happen to you. I, I, the false prophets, will give you peace in this city. You will be safe. They are at the whim of fake lying prophets. They know no better. They are guileless in their beliefs. Kodesh Baruch Hu dismisses this as an excuse for B'nai Yisrael. Sheker Hanviim. They are liars and it is obvious. Nebiim Bishmi. They prophesy in my name. Lo Shalachtim. I have not sent them. I have not commanded them. I have not spoken to them a word of prophecy. It is a prophecy of lies, the kesem of divination, the elil of idol worship, the tarmis, libam hamar. It is the flimsy nature of the avodah zara of their heart. And I will not accept misnabim lochem, that they are the, uh, at the whim, they are like putty in the hands of false prophets. Lochem koamar Hashem. Al hanabim hanabim bishmi. This is what I am telling you about those false prophets who prophesy in my name. 
I have not sent them. It's not going to happen. Sword, destruction, death. These false prophets will die at their own words of their own false prophecies by famine, by sword. And they who are, are prey to their prophecies, they will be sent into the courtyards of Yerushalayim, and they will die. There will be no one to bury them because they will have all been exiled or killed. Neshehem, their wives, Venehem, their sons, Uvenoseim, their daughters, Vishopachti, Alehem, Esrosam. I will throw their own evil upon them. For Marti Alehem, Esatavor Hazer, Tiradna, Enai, Dimma, Leila, Viyomum, the Altid men. Now, this could be Yermio speaking, could be Kodesh Baruch Hu speaking, both of them. Do not think I accept this gleefully. Well, this is my wish. I will cry unabated, bitter tears. night and day. Don't think this is a terrible destruction. The daughter of my people will be destroyed. It will be a great devastation. And I will go to the city and I will see in the fields the dead of the sword. And I will go in the city's interior and he made the evil, um, the sickness, the death of the famine victims. Because of Novi, Gam Kohen, also the Kohen, Sochru al Eretz Yodu. Sochru has the uh, inference of selling, a merchant, a. Um, one who sells goods. And that's what they did. These false prophets, these false Nevi'im, sold their false prophecies and wares for money. Yes, you could get any prophecy you want by paying them off. You could get any um, Kohen to certify and validate what you did, again, by paying indulgences. They will now pay for their um, sins. Now, Yermio goes to a very interesting puzzle, refers to, and you see that he does not give up. He is still trying, as it were. And that's in Vayikra, in the first Tochacha, in Bechu Kosai, Chafbav Mem Dalet. Let me read it to you. Va'afkam zos biyosem be'eretz ovehem. And notwithstanding all these punishments, when they are in captivity in the lands of their enemies, lo ma'astim, I will not reject them. And I will not destroy them. I will not destroy my covenant with them. Because after all is said and done, I am their God. The covenant is sacred. And so that's exactly the Lashem Yemiyot is Hamaosma Asiyas Yehuda in Betzion Gala Nafsher. No, I will not reject Yehuda. 
in, or when they are in exile. Madua hikisani ve'ain lanu marpe. Says Yerioshadim, why have you stricken us with illness and there is no cure? Kave l'shalom ve'ain tov. We pray for peace and there is none. Ule'ais marpe v'hine basa. We pray for refuah and there is but illness. Continues the Navi. Yodanu Hashem. Now he uses that stratagem. Yes, Yodanu Hashem. Rashanu Avon Avosenu Kichotanu. We know we're sinners. We know we're hopeless uh, in that we have sinned. But, Al Tinotzlaman Shimcha. Don't destroy us for your name. Don't you understand that it is going to be a hill to you that you have destroyed us, that you couldn't save us? Uh, etc. Think of your name, think of the Kiddush Hashem that you could perform the sanctification by saving us despite everything we've done. For your name, don't destroy the throne, the chair of your, your glory. Do not destroy, do not negate or annul that bris, that covenant between us. Again, you see the similarity of the Lashon we read in Chukosai. And now the Navi concludes with again an attempt to reconcile. Hayesh b'chavlei ha'goyim. Do you think we believe that in the hevel, the foolishness of the goyim, megashrim, they had the power to bring rain, and they had the power to make clouds produce water in the skies. We know it's you. We know there's one sole creator. We long to you, we look to you. After all is said and done, we know it is you, the sole creator and administrator of the world. And so we end on a message of hope, and we will see him here to Hashem, the Kaddish Baruch, whose answer, 8.45 a.m. Tuesday, Ad Khan.